0: The foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. All
1: right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back, one and all, to the Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co hosts, Brian and Philip. And uh guys, we're only two weeks away from March Madness and I haven't even sent the invites out. I'm starting to panic a little bit here. Weesh. forgot all about March Madness this year. That's all right. We got our guest gonna be an up. organized show. <laughs> nah, we've got our guests lined up. We've even got one guest that sent a list in prior to me asking for it. so I think we're gonna be okay, but uh, awesome. How's it going with you guys?
2: Yeah, it's going? Cool.
1: A lot of a lot of family shit, a lot of work etcetera
2: etcetera. Yeah. was one thing after another, then another thing, yeah. then another thing.
1: Usually and, is. It'll and then back to that today. first thing.
2: Woke up today and uh went went out to the kitchen and uh I got a leak in my ceiling.
1: Oh, oh that's I've, not good. I yeah. had to deal I had to deal with that after the the freeze 2 years ago.
2: And it was Yeah, uh, the my landlord should know because we had another uh couple snow days big snow days ah. and, uh got it. you gotta keep them uh roofs sh- shoveled off yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah mine brian mine was a little a little bit more problematic than that i had a i had a pipe that actually burst in the wall
0: mm. so yeah, it, like
1: gotta... destroyed yeah it destroyed the entire bottom bathroom and then we had to knock the wall out and put a new shower upstairs and it was a fucking mess (laughs) you guys
2: you guys don't really get cold days like that so
1: yeah we weren't used to it my fucking lemon trees my lemon trees died twice now once that year and once this year i'm just cutting it down i'm
2: done (laughs) yeah when it's cold you gotta you gotta leave the the sink kind of running a little bit like a little, little drizzle yeah philip uh you had some pipe problems
1: this year
3: Oh yeah, but we're up on stilts, and underneath the house is not insulated or anything, so they're all pretty easy to get to. Okay, i pretty, pretty much revived the whole thing.
1: Didn't didn't, <laughs> didn't do a lot of damage to anything inside the house or anything like that. Then no, nah, no, thank not, God.
3: Nothing too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but we had Mardi Gras going on this weekend, so oh, that's right, that's took right. Kids and one of the dogs to the parade, and had had a pretty good time.
2: Oh man, that's what I've Wish- been up, up to. Did, did the dog get some beads?
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I put a few beads on her.
1: <laughs> last last weekend, I took my nephew and uh, and granddaughter to the Mardi Gras at Fiesta, Texas uh-huh. in San nice. Antonio. <laughs> they were grabbing they, – they were pushing kids out of the way to get beads. I'm like, oh, yeah. slow down, guys. Then we get home, <laughs> and they're like – I said, don't you want all these beads you grabbed? No, that's okay, papa. You can throw them away. I'm like, <laughs> uh-uh. No, y'all are keeping those fucking beads. Y'all were pushing yeah. kids out of the way. that. Those are yours now.
3: <laughs> yeah, we didn't come home with the haul that we normally do, but I, I've had giant wads of beads sitting in my truck for months on end for before.
0: Months. So, <laughs> oh yeah.
3: <laughs> do y'all have a uh,
1: Mardi Gras in, in Alaska, Brian?
2: Yeah, some of the some of the clubs or bars <clears throat> when it's Mardi Gras season, they'll, they'll put on something during the weekend and.
1: Okay. You, know. so you got? Uh, they serve like hurricanes and. Yeah. Boil yeah. crawfish. No, but up there they boil Alaskan king crab, don't they?
2: Craw- the crawfish, Shit. not so much. Uh, up here is uh, usually, they try to get it when it's seasonal. Okay. We do have it up here, but not, not as much. Yeah, that's got to
1: cost a boatload of money to <laughs> to get it up there from Louisiana.
2: That yeah, we're when it comes to seafood, we're big on uh, getting it from our own area than importing it from somewhere else.
3: I was going to say, if I'm going to eat seafood in Alaska, it's not going to be crawfish. <laughs> Pro- probably not.
2: <laughs> but we do. I, I, I know a store up here if I wanted to go get some.
1: All right. That yeah. was good good to know, right? All right. Yep. Y'all ready to move on to Cool of the Week? Yep. Let's do can it. I, can I go first this time? Sure.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: This could, this could be my favorite TV show of the year. I already uh, know it. I'm calling it early. Brian, what am I what do you think I'm talking about,
2: man? Uh the the show that the viewership keeps going up every episode, every Does time it? it comes out. Yeah.
1: This this is what The Walking Dead was like in its first season, but even better. Yeah. Like yeah. where they can people can walk on the ground and touch the spores and and it awakens the zombies that are all like on the other part of town, or the infected, I should say, that are on the other part of town and they all start chasing you because they know where you are.
0: Because yeah, the, the whole
1: lattice work goes underground. But you guys know what I'm, I'm talking which, about, of course. Which is actually bit. how Fungus works. Fungus works, yeah. yeah there was I a movie it. like that a couple of years ago, remember? Where they were in the they were out in the woods in that cabin and it was, was that the Gaia lady.
3: or the other one that was just Gaia, like- and
1: Gaia.
2: Gaia. And um, that one zombie movie was uh, with Fungus uh, The Girl with All the Gifts. That's
1: right. Oh, it that's was, right.
2: wasn't it? I forgot yeah. about that.
1: Yeah, but this show is fucking amazing. Like, every week it's better than the week before. I'm just pissed off because there's some characters that I thought were going to last, stick around longer. Yeah, they
2: they make you fall in love with some characters and then they they take them from you.
1: Yeah, Yeah. unbelievable, without naming anybody. But then I'm shocked with people that I see just kind of show up, like uh, Melanie Linsky just showed up in the episode I just watched. I'm like, I didn't even know she was in it. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is um, this is something else. I I hope they're able to make it go on for several seasons, but I hope they don't walking dead it.
2: <laughs> I think uh, I think they said uh, since there's only two games, it's not going to go as far. OK, that, I think they said, if anything, it would go a third season and that's it.
1: OK, so kind of getting into the, the second game and the third season, you think?
2: Yeah, they they said they're not going to it's not going to be like Game of Thrones where the book ends and they don't know what to do from there and then just Yeah.
3: Yeah, that would be a that would be a mess. That's a PlayStation <laughs> exclusive, right? Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah.
1: unfortunately, cuz I've got yeah. Xbox. God damn it. I want to play it. I think it's coming out on me PC too. later in the year. Probably. Well, Let it's it pretty it? phenomenal. That's pretty phenomenal. That's it for me, man. Oh, I did see uh just just for you, Brian, I saw uh, Matilda the Musical
2: last night. Oh, God. God damn you.
1: Yeah, and boy, <laughs> is me. it a fucking musical. I don't think they stop and talk for one fucking second of this movie. It's like, uh. everything they say is a song, <laughs> and a, here. It's a song, and it's long, and we're Netflix, here. Netflix, right? Uh yeah, Netflix. The granddaughter. I, I I have I a
2: soft Netflix. I have a soft spot for for the original movie because that was that was around my um, my oldest daughter's age when it when it came out. Okay. Or, or at least when I seen it, you know. So I have a, I have a soft spot for that. But yeah, I I think I seen a teaser trailer, and they started singing, and I was like, nope, turn it off
1: <laughs> immediately. <laughs> well, it does have uh, Andrea Riseborough. Uh, Mandy, the one that oh. plays Mandy, she's in it, and um, she's been in a, a couple of good movies this year. I think she's up for an Oscar.
2: It could have some weaving in it, singing, and I would not. Oh
1: it. no, that's yeah. that's the acid test. Okay, <laughs> Mo- moving on,
3: moving on. All right, well, I'll jump in because mine are crappy as usual and completely non-horror related, um, although they are pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm catching up on physical 100 still that Korean
2: I gotta like, get on that.
3: competition I was, yeah. dude it's fucking great
2: <laughs> I've never heard of it until you mentioned it and then when you mentioned it like all of a sudden I was hearing about it
3: yeah well it just popped up on on my Netflix one day and I was like oh that looks pretty interesting and it's cool to see uh like their culture versus our culture mm-hmm. because like the whole time they're all cheering each other on, and I'm like, man, if that was a bunch of Americans, they'd be talking so much shit. Talking right shit, now.
0: <laughs> 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 talking smack. <laughs> uh, they're like,
2: it, "You it, can
1: do it, you can do it." In America, they'd
3: be like, "Fall, motherfucker." <laughs> is <laughs> yeah. it
2: just is it just Koreans, or is there like other people, like other countries?
3: Uh, no, it's. I think it's just Koreans, but there is. Uh, there's like one black dude. I don't know where he's from originally, and. Um, uh, like an an American that was a baseball player.
2: Is like, everybody it's not like, baseball in Korea. Is everybody, like, super jacked?
3: Yeah, pretty much. And then the, yeah. the like, I, I don't know how tall the baseball player is. It looks like he's fucking eight feet tall in this, Holy <laughs> in shit. this show. But I think he's only, like, 6'3 or something. And okay. uh, it's he's not like, Big Poppy, is it? He's, like, literally twice the size of these people. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> he looks like a giant. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that brings some perspective to it. <laughs> yeah. Might have to watch
1: some of that, man. Might give it a shot.
3: No wonder they're all so jacked. <laughs> uh, and then I watched um on, a, on another Netflix thing, uh, a true crime documentary. Oh, it's God. called uh, End Into the Deep. Oh Dude, Lord. Scary movie in real life, kinda is what it is. It's like okay. a, uh, this inventor who makes submarines and rockets. Like Just a private dude in Denmark. Uh, He had like a big submarine company or something and had his own private submarine. And this journalist coming on. Sound like Dr. Evil. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's what he was going for. I don't know. But like this journalist came to visit him on the submarine. And I don't want to give anything away. uh, But they. okay. well, she gets murdered. She was never of heard from again. <laughs> yeah, but she was. They found the body and they figured out exactly what was happening because the whole time leading up to this, he was in right. the middle of doing a like documentary style thing with uh, the director of the movie. Oh, wow. So they were filming all the way up until he went on the submarine ride with this girl and she came back dead.
1: Yikes! <laughs> Jesus Christ, that more. And morning, so you man. really
3: get into the psyche of the whole thing, and it's like... Okay. I almost was like, is this fake? It all just seems too perfect. <laughs> In, into the deep? Yeah, but it's right. it's real I'm life. It was, it, it was pretty yeah. interesting. By the end of it, it is, like, haunting. Huh. Anyway, I like huh. that kind of shit. When journalist Kim Wall <laughs>
1: disappears after boarding inventor Peter Madsen's submarine... His changing
3: story about her fate mask a terrifying secret. There you go. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. It's an interesting one. And man, there's some horrifying shit. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Nice. All right. All I got. Uh, Let's see. I checked out some pretty good movies this week. Um, First one is, uh, all these are trailers we reviewed uh, in the past few months. Yeah. uh first one is uh mona lisa and the blood moon okay uh that one was with the um she, the girls like a, an escape mental patient and she has like uh powers to where she can control people control people's oh, bodies okay. huh. and in this one uh i don't i don't recognize the, the main actress but uh kate kate hudson's in it uh, craig okay. robinson <coughs> And um, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, no real explanation on why she has powers. She just, you, all you get is basically she's was put into the uh, 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 mental institution when she was like ten, and after she's like in her twenties now, and she just like one day kind of snaps out of it and just has these powers and finds out she can control people and uses it to escape. And she doesn't since she's been in this place, she doesn't really know how to interact with people or what things are, you know, like she's never really watched TV or ate certain things. And like a really meets, dark elf. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and she meet, she meets uh Kate Hudson's character who is a stripper, which I have to say,
0: awesome. uh-huh. Kate,
2: H- Kate Hudson, the last two movies, this and knives out. Yeah, like she yeah, can like
0: yeah.
2: change that character.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: With each movie, and I, I I don't I'm not I don't know if I don't know if she can carry a whole movie, but like as like a side character playing these like different kind of roles, she's pretty fucking good. And then I, I thought because Craig Robinson was in it, you know, he was going to be like the comedic part of the movie, but he plays a cop who kind of has a running with her, and then he okay. kind of makes it his uh, job to kind of find her and arrest her after they meet. Wow. Because he experiences her powers, and it's of course it's not something you can write on a police report. You know, she she controlled me with her mind, and you know made me.
1: <laughs> They'd be locking know,
3: him up. <laughs> yeah. a
2: Jedi mind tricked me, right? <laughs> so it was. Uh, I, now I'm thinking about. It. I don't even really think that was that many uh, really that many uh, comedic moments with him. So ah, huh. that so is uh,
1: scary. A, a non-comedic uh, Craig Robinson. I can't believe it. Good and bad, I guess.
2: Yeah, so, and another surprising, uh, what is his name? Ed Screen? He was uh-huh. the, the villain yeah. in the first uh, Deadpool movie? Yes. Oh, okay. He's a pretty fucking good actor, because I, I he's really? British. And he James Franco'd Spring Breakers <laughs> this role, because he's like a, a drug dealer. Okay. And uh, you guys are familiar with James Franco from Spring Breakers?
1: Of course. Oh, I gotcha.
2: So that, that's how he played the role. And I'm just like, British actors are really fucking amazing at doing American accents. Yeah, I guess it's pretty easy. I don't know if it's easy for them
3: or what. Seems to be. Yeah. A lot easier for them to do that than us to do that theirs, huh? Yeah, because there's a lot of, you know, when you see an American actor playing like a, usually it's just some sort of period piece where they don't necessarily have Have to have British accent, but they just do it to make it seem old. I guess. Yeah,
2: it's just and and Lance, uh, you 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 probably dig the movie. It it takes place in New Orleans.
3: Looks like it takes place
2: during Mardi Gras. So I'll check Uh, it out.
1: Yeah, so it's very so it's very timely then.
2: Yeah. Uh, The second movie
3: stripper, that's the dirtiest kind.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, spoiler: you can clearly tell that wasn't Kate Hudson on the stage. Uh, oh, too yeah. bad. Too and bad. the reason why you can tell is because the, the camera never goes uh, above her shoulders. Because oh, so. okay. gotcha. <laughs> at first I was like, she's pretty fucking oh. good at that pool. This
1: yeah. is dir- this is written and directed by the lady that did a girl walks home alone at night. or that mid- uh, uh, walks home alone at midnight or so. That Iranian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Director. OK.
2: And that was a damn good...
1: Well, well, wait a minute. I don't want to give anything away yet.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about it okay. in a few weeks. So. Had no yeah.
1: idea. All right, I'll check uh,
2: it out. Let's see. The uh, second movie I checked out was Blood. The one with Michelle not blood, and, not blood and Honey. No, I, I, I heard that one was not good. Oh, no. I'm, I'm still going to watch it. But... <laughs> a lot
1: of people say, I watched, I watched it so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: blood is the one where the son gets some kind of infection, and oh. the only way to kind of fight the infection is oh, him so, like, blood. Medium. Yeah. Yeah. Um well, is, it, is it, a
1: vampire story, maybe?
2: Yeah, it was a good premise. Yeah. Um, He actually gets it from the family dog. The dog like notices something out in the woods and runs out, and the dog's kind of missing for a couple days. Come home, of course he's not. The dog's not right. You know, I would definitely not let my son walk towards the dog if his eyes are kind of have a Uh glowing tint to him and he's growling. Probably get into some fungus. (laughs) But it it really it really makes you ask how far will you go for your your kid because that, right. that's basically the premise of the movie is, you know, she's trying to, she's a nurse. So, you know, she has one way of getting blood, but then when that option stops, yes, what do you do after that? And then as the movies going along, his preference for blood changes, like he, he, he needs it warm and fresh. Oh, oh. And the oh hunger,
1: boy. <laughs> and the
2: hunger gets more intense and then when he doesn't get blood no he you can kind of see the change in his appearance okay and it's just kind of her trying to figure out what she's going to do and um how she's going to go about it and you know she's got she's going through a divorce with the with the husband and you know he's kind of like thinking because she's had past problems before so he's kind of thinking her problems are back. You know, you're not taking care of my kids oh, and gotcha. uh-huh. all the child service. You know, it's it's more of a drama than horror, but it, it was it was a pretty good watch. So
3: it seems like a cool movie.
1: Is it yeah. is it on Shudder, Brian, or is it streaming no. anywhere? Okay.
2: Yeah, it's streaming somewhere.
1: Well, I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you, <laughs> because I, I noticed the other sh- the other ones on Showtime. Yeah, uh, the Mona Lisa and the Blood Moon is on Showtime. Yeah.
2: So if you. <clears throat> If it comes across something, you know, okay, you you need something to watch, check it out. I can't say I'm a a big Michelle Monaghan fan to where I can like tell you movies that she's done. That you know, I I honestly I I have to really think about you know what she's been in. But she did a good job as playing the mother in this one. So
1: yeah, I could I could see her in that role
2: for sure. And what's his name is the father? um, What's his name? Billy Loomis. No
1: shit, oh.
2: Skeet <laughs> Ulrich.
1: Skeet Ulrich himself. Ah. Yeah. he's getting so. a little aged at this point, isn't he?
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's he's, he's definitely at the age where he's believable as a father. So okay, and the I
1: thought, I thought you were going to say Dane DeHaan at first.
2: Dane DeHaan's gonna look like that guy that looks like he's not too old to be a father
3: (laughs) Dane DeHaan when he gets old is gonna be like Christopher Walken watch oh yeah (laughs) I hope so we should be so lucky and my
2: okay my last movie and this this (laughs) is
1: the cool this is the cool of the week Brian
2: hesitant hesitantly is my cool of the week because I still don't know how I feel about the movie and that is the so-called most effective movie since the Blair Witch Project. And that is the Outwaters. The trailer we reviewed, oh. and we didn't really know what was necessarily going on with the people yeah, that so went that, into that's the actually, desert. That's at the theater here, actually. I might go see it's it. In the, it's in the theater. It's on VOD if you have Screenbox, okay. which I do recommend Screenbox. It's the same price as Shutter. It's on there exclusively. Okay. Um. Was it scary? I don't know if I'm just desensitized now, so I don't I don't get scared. Mm. Was it creepy? There was a lot of creepy moments.
0: Okay. But
2: I did have problems with the movie. The it's a, it's about an hour and 40 something minutes. The fucking first hour is all set up to them going to the desert. Yeah.
0: Oh, you could have cut
2: at least 20 to 30 minutes off. I don't need to see what everybody's doing and, and this this movie's told from the perspective of three memory cards found in the desert so oh. <laughs> you,
0: can
1: cut out, you, can, you
2: can cut out the prospect of did this really happen or not because yeah. they found the memory cards okay and so essentially they go out to the desert It's four people one of them's uh, shooting a music video she's a singer her boyfriend or friend or whatever is a filmmaker. He's going to shoot it. He asks his brother and his girlfriend to come out there and help. And strange shit starts happening. Hmm. Strange sounds. Strange occurrences. You okay. kind, of, It kind of leaves it up to you to, to figure out is, is this alien occurrences happening? Is a demonic occurrences happening? I will say when the stuff gets going in the last 40 minutes it's just like Crazy craziness, blood, gore.
1: That's pretty cool.
2: But then there's another drawback because sometimes it's hard to see because it's found footage.
1: Okay, maybe maybe yeah. being in a movie theater would help, Brian.
2: Uh, there's there's times <laughs> when it's just uh, nighttime in the desert and all you got yeah. is a beam of a flashlight. Oh and hell, it's shit! Moving around super quick. It's
1: not, it's not as it's not as bad as some of the shots in Skinamarink, is it?
2: Okay, I was going to bring Skinnamarink up. Or it's
1: just a room full of Legos for 40 minutes?
2: Both of these movies have been super hyped up. Right. Super hyped up. Skinnamarink, we've talked about that. <coughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: And The Outwaters, like I said, the, the tagline was, you know, most effective found footage horror movie since The Blair Witch. I would tell anybody, if you have Shutter and Screenbox, and you've had to pick between one of them, I'd definitely go with The Outwaters.
1: Okay.
2: I just think there's a really good movie in there. I think it's just I don't know if I think this is the guy's first film he's made, and and on top of that, he only made the movie for fifteen thousand dollars. Kind of like skimmering
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, but the the movie
2: is well made in my opinion, with a few problems. Maybe it's I know that people are going to have problem with the found footage. Okay. Because it's a lot of shaky cam. Sometimes you don't see what's going on with the camera. And I think it's, they're trying to play off the fact that shit's happening and the guy, the people are disoriented. So they're not necessarily right. filming. They're just holding the camera sometimes and the camera's pointing. Well, I, in a way that's, that's more believable in a way, you know? I came out of it kind of feeling like it had something to do with aliens. <laughs> OK, OK, that's that's where I came.
1: Kind of like the Blair Witch remake,
2: in other words. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah I I just it came out of Aliens, it, I'm in. I came yeah, out figured of it you'd uh, be in, thinking it was aliens. And uh, I, I, I can't say anything else or so I'm really start getting into right. spoilers. It, it takes place in the Mojave Desert.
3: And I was so sad when the government started talking about shooting down UFOs.
2: I thought we were. <laughs> down.
3: I was like, I thought we were taking this shit seriously. What are you talking about? You shot down wow. a UFO? The fuck you did? <laughs>
1: well, at least they shot down the Chinese spy balloon too. <laughs>
2: did, didn't we? After that, didn't we shoot like three allegedly yeah. UFOs down? Because yep. all of a sudden we have right. the, the the firepower and technology to shoot UFOs down. Right.
3: But yeah, one of them ended up being like a hobbyist balloon, like a, uh, of course, weather balloon or something that of they crashed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. how about we if, if it is ufos how about we not shoot them down immediately <laughs>
3: yeah as well, not- they
2: came here to fix everything
3: that's as soon as, as soon as they started in with there's no visible signs of propulsion it was a ufo right. and we shot them down i was like oh no here we go we're backtracking now the government yeah. was taking UFOs seriously there for a second Well, <laughs> yeah.
2: Now Brian, we're not Brian, your saying is if That's very Star Trek of you. Yeah. Um. And uh. Damn, I I, I should have wrote his YouTube channel down. I kind of watched this YouTube channel, and he gave his uh, theories. It was basically theory theories from an idiot idiot point of view of watching a movie. I think that's what it's titled. Okay. And he had some pretty good. Uh, kind of UFO theories uh, when it comes to the movies of what, what he thought was going on. And if that's really what's going on, his theory, uh, I'll post a video on the Facebook group. Then I'm oh. all for a sequel. If those were his theories. And so they dry. leave it a little open to interpretation at the end. Yeah, because there, there's moments where you're kind of like, oh, is this like some demonic shit going on? Or Yeah. But it's definitely the whole point that they people found these memory cards, so you can completely rule out that whatever whatever's seen from our perspective did happen.
3: I gotcha. Well, that's kind of what I like found footage stuff, because you're sort of going on the journey with them.
2: Yeah. So, like I said, I, I definitely could see... People hating this. I I would definitely like you guys to watch it. And maybe we do like a bonus episode because I think it's one of the movies where not all of us are going to come up, come out with the same conclusion. So.
1: All right. Yeah, sounds good. I might go check it out at the at the theater this week. I think it's it's going to be there till Thursday,
2: Brian. Yeah. If you come out, if you come into the theater, don't worry about it.
1: Ah, you won't miss anything the first hour. Yeah. (laughs) The old, the old Ty West syndrome.
2: (laughs) I think, uh, I I watched a little bit of, I watched a little bit of, uh, Gruesome Magazine talk about it on YouTube. Uh Ah, okay. Uh, Christopher G. Moore. Mm Mm-hmm. He hated this movie. (laughs) Okay. But he, he came at it from a filmmaker's perspective of watching unedited films because he's, you know, a filmmaker and he's, you know, all about. He just he just he completely hated the choices uh Crystal Cleveland you know she's been on the show before
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: uh she I don't remember if she loved it or hated it but she was a little bit more not not as I guess hateful towards the movie as Christopher G Moore was
1: a little bit more forgiving
2: yeah I, I didn't I didn't finish the review I'm gonna finish it later but okay it's it's definitely a very divisive film it's I'm just getting tired of these horror movies that are just getting hyped up so much. You know, we had Skin of Marink, and now the Outwaters. Like these movies are being <laughs> so hyped up, I think it actually yeah, hurts. I
3: know, man. The film. They always yeah. do that. I remember yeah. doing that with Raw. It was, you know, oh yeah, running out of the theaters, hell? throwing up, and I was like, this. yeah, I'm like,
2: I'm <laughs> like majority through the movie. I'm like, okay, which where where are we getting to the part where people yeah. are running out? Because I'm <laughs> not seeing anything. <laughs> It's got 45 minutes in. I'm like, fucking eat somebody. I know. <laughs>
3: but that's what I was saying. Do you think the filmmakers maybe like, uh, you know, three quarters of the way through the movie were like, holy shit, dude. All we filmed so far is just setup. Maybe we should get yeah. to the fucking point. Maybe it's, maybe it's time <laughs> to get to the fucking monkey, huh?
2: Yeah. And, and uh, like I said, I'm warning you about the outwaters. It's a good fucking hour of setup. I, I, right, think, man. I think I like what a, they slow, I like I do a do, slow burn. I think what they tried to do, they tried to make you more familiar with the characters. That yeah. way, when Those shit characters. goes down, you, you feel okay. you feel for them. And I just cut 30 minutes out. That makes sense. So, Damn. but interesting.
3: You, you always got some cool ones.
2: But yeah, I'll go with it as my cool of the week. Nice. All watch, right. watch all three movies. I thought they were interesting.
3: Yeah, definitely plan to, man. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, right. I recommend a season that was twenty years ago on Survivor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ryan, you got any got any headlines tonight?
2: Uh, I should. It's been it's been a couple weeks since we did headlines.
1: I think it was all DC related, if I remember correctly.
2: Yeah, oh did you guys see the flash trailer? No. Actually fucking, I missed fucking it, this movie's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Really? It's That's gonna really be good. fucking amazing.
3: Well, wow. they left that fucker in it, didn't they?
2: Yeah, they, I mean they filmed it. So <laughs> it's
3: got to be good if they're they leaving did, him in it. <laughs>
1: they did CGI CGI's face out, like like uh, <laughs> Superman's mustache. <laughs> they
2: they um they are definitely flashpointing it. Uh, he does it's the flashpoint story where he goes back and mm-hmm. he runs so fast he goes back in time and he changes Holy things shit. and his his mother's <laughs> alive. Uh, the Batman in that that time period is Michael Keaton. Okay. The original '89 Batman.
3: Oh yep. yeah, I saw some. And he says, says
2: it. the line in the trailer because everybody's like, "That's you're you're," and he's like, "I know, I'm Batman."
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome! Uh, I'm watching said, the trailer right now.
2: Yeah, instead of Superman, it's a uh, Supergirl.
1: Okay. Okay. All and right.
2: she looks. She looks pretty fucking badass. Um, okay. It looks very. As far as uh, cinematography and production, it looks mm-hmm. fucking awesome.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm watching it right now, man. It looks really good.
2: And it's uh, Andy Muschietti who did the It movies. Is the director?
1: No, are you serious?
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. Huh. Okay. I I really liked him in uh, whatever that other movie was. Was it oh just, he meets just himself
1: he was in. It? He meets himself. Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: uh a, he. Okay. He's in a different time period. In
1: all right. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Philip. What were you saying? The Justice League. That well, that was the last movie that he was in, right?
2: That's uh,
1: the Flash. I Think so.
2: Well, actually, didn't you, didn't he didn't he pop up in spoilers? A uh, peacemaker at the end.
1: Sorta.
3: They, yeah, I no, don't know. That they it just was showed him. the back. The back. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we can't afford to actually put these actors in here. Yeah. So. Oh,
2: okay. So <laughs> yeah. was alluding to that was them. Yeah. I think
3: it was. I think it was CGI actually. No, oh, but I've seen, have,
2: I've seen Ezra ahead.
3: in a couple of things now, and he's he's actually he's a, a really good, good he's a actor,
2: good actor. He just
3: Apparently I think I very, just just yeah, a weirdo, huh? I,
2: mm-hmm. I think he has like some mental issues that <laughs> nobody nobody addresses, <laughs> which is fucked up. I think be, from what I hear, maybe they're addressing him now because the movie's really good, and yeah, they can't afford to like. Let him go. Redo it. Redo it without, <laughs> I, I honestly... I think, I think
1: he's done, man. I don't, I don't see him coming <laughs> is back. Is this no, going to be the last... <laughs> is he going to die in this, what do you think?
2: No, they're going to... Because he's going to have to fix things in the timeline. I think it's going to... At the end of the movie, it's going to be a different actor.
0: Ah. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah. The, maybe the reverse Flash is going to come yeah. in, in so it, it,
2: looks, it looks pretty fucking cool. Well, there's theories that the other version of himself. Yeah, turns into reverse flash.
1: That would be that would be pretty cool. So All right, I'll I'll check this one cool. out. This yeah, this looks good. And didn't I see Batfleck in there too?
2: Yep. He's so, telling go. telling Barry you fuck with the timeline, you're going to you're going to fuck up shit. So yeah. Just, you know, Going sounds back pretty, to bring one person back, you're going to affect the lives of millions.
1: Sounds very, sounds very Spider Man ish from two <laughs> years ago. Almost the same exact storyline, <laughs> except he's trying to get people to forget who he is. Yeah, and then he's like, Doctor Strange is working a spell, and he's like, uh, except Aunt May, uh, except today uh, I want her you to you remember me.
2: Can't talk shit uh-huh. about the movie. You said <laughs> it, right. you said you liked it, and you I made, did like you it made on the second you, watch. You made Steve happy. When he found that out. (laughs) Although
3: although the premise, you got to admit, it seems like they maybe would have sat down and talked about this before they started casting the spell.
2: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's see. First up, um, M. Night Shyamalan. He's been doing a lot of movies for Universal. He has signed a new deal with uh, Warner Brothers now. And this is a directing and producing first look deal and his first movie uh i think it's titled trap so he already has a movie ready to film okay so jumping from universal to warner brothers that's
3: i can't imagine that's going to make a huge difference as far as his movies go because i can't imagine that the that the studio was like m night Shyamalan. we have to really rein you in here you know (laughs)
2: Yeah, I mean, that's big for Warners, because I know a lot of people weren't fucking with them after the whole taking their movies out of the theater and making them straight streaming. Mm -hmm. Which I had a question to ask you guys, because this has been happening a lot with these studios. Um, I I noticed, I don't know if you guys noticed, they've been taking like original shows off of their streaming platforms and basically selling them to other streaming platforms like uh, Westworld. You can watch it on Tubi now.
1: Yeah. No. You can watch and, Miss World on Tubi?
2: And I heard the whole reason the, what is it, what's that show, the vampire show with the kid Lance, uh, let the Dave, right one in?
1: Or, oh. uh,
2: that <laughs> one pissed a lot of people off because that one had a fan base after the first season, but Showtime uh-huh. canceled it. Ah,
1: uh, okay. Uh, let the right one
2: in. Uh, from what I read, it was a tax okay. thing because they pulled that from, you can't oh, watch wow. it on Showtime now. Now where is it? It goes back to the, I don't know yet, whoever they sell it, it to. It goes it back to when weird. Warner Brothers uh, filmed the Batgirl movie and then canceled it for, okay. or shelved it for tax purposes. Do you guys like that, that they're doing this?
3: I, that sounds horrible. I have doubts. <laughs> That they shelved the Batgirl movie for tax purposes. They shelved it because it was terrible. I imagine.
2: <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people that were involved. Michael Keaton was in that movie too. It oh was, God! It was connected <laughs> to the Flash movie. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I mean, maybe we'll get a release of it one day, boy, but that boy. just seems
3: like a weird thing. I to mean, I don't. Or they can't. Very they it, weird. They if you got to release, and
2: they can't release it because they, it was like a. It's in the. It's, I don't know tax shit, but because they did that for tax purposes, they can't later, like five years from now, release it. Huh. So they spent $90 million on a movie, shelved it, and got some actually saved money on it. I don't know who their CPA CPA
3: is, but he ought to be fired.
2: Now they're, I know Westworld. We need
3: to sacrifice this movie and it will never see the light of day. But it was going to be really great, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and you said Westworld is on Tubi, Brian. Yeah. That makes no there's sense.
2: A, there's there's a, a few shows uh, that. But
3: is it syndicated or do they have the rights now?
2: See, I don't. Get they, that. they have the rights now. Uh, that Showtime show John that I was it? in the the American Gigolo. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. That that was canceled, and I think you can watch that on uh, what's that other uh, free Pluto.
3: Oh, God. Well, I don't think Pluto is making a sequel to it, so
2: it's... No, I just... I don't... We we pay to have these streaming sites and for tax... Like, the Batgirl movie was going to come to HBO Max. You can um, watch Westworld on HBO Max. You can watch whatever else and, you know... They, oh, my they God. Wanna, they you can save watch... You, money. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, you can watch Lovecraft Country... On um, Tubi. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck?
2: You that, that's what I'm that's my point. Like you pay for Absolutely. HBO Max, and they have now they've removed Lovecraft Country, which was a wow. fucking good show, and everything I'm hearing, yeah. all these removals and shelving stuff, is all tax purposes. And I'm now like, you got- you're you're saving money, but we're paying money to watch this content.
1: Also true. You got Jonathan Majors, who's arguably going to be the hottest actor this year <laughs> across all the films that he's going to be in. So I don't get it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that, I, I that meant to go. I'm, weird. I meant to go see uh, Ant-Man this weekend, but I, I just I'm, I'm
1: going to wait. After. I got to wait for AJ to get home.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I hear it's very. This is another decisive Marvel movie. OK. And one of the reasons I hear is very fucking stupid.
3: Really? Does, does, this, does, this he, movie, does he die?
2: No, this movie is very yeah. sci-fi.
1: Good, I love sci-fi movies. They I love you, of the Galaxy. It's I don't know sci-fi.
2: if they got silly with it, but I think Uh-oh. people thought the it was going to be like the first two, how they they were heist movies. Oh yeah. Okay. And they said it's sci-fi, and I'm like, he's going into the quantum verse.
3: It looks. wouldn't it be, from so? the
2: Well,
3: pre- what do you expect? Yeah, I, I kind of. Expected I don't know. That. I expected it big time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just What's honestly, like- I think after after End Everybody wants every movie to be end game level. And you got to not, that not took gonna like, happen. what, 20 years to build up to that?
0: Yeah. 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 It's 15 not going to
2: happen. Years? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll watch it this weekend and I'll come back next week and tell you guys I fucking hated it. I don't know. But
3: But I think we need some new characters and some new origin stories. You know? Yeah. We're getting them. We're getting them.
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, Zach Krieger, the director of *Barbarian* and New Line Cinema, have acquired the short horror story *The Occupant*. So, hmm. looks like that might be a his his name's popping up everywhere after *Barbarian*, which deservedly it should.
0: Yeah,
2: makes sense. Uh, the Haunted Mansion from Disney. Anybody care about that the upcoming is it, remake? Is Eddie Murphy in it? Uh, Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stanfield. Okay,
1: well. No, Eddie Murphy, I'm out. (laughs) That was was bad, though. (laughs) That Eddie Murphy Uh, movie was bad, I'll have to admit. I kind of forgot about it.
2: (laughs) So what you're saying is it could go up from there?
1: It's gonna go up from
2: there, I'm sure.
1: And yeah, the ride Uh, is awesome.
2: Uh, July 28th is the new release date, so... Uh, let's see. Uh, everybody that are fans of Megan, or as they spell it, <laughs> Uh the unrated version will be out on Blu-ray March I 21st. And uh, we we talked about how the movie felt like they cut a lot of shit out.
3: Yeah, oh, I'm excited to see the unrated. Can't version. Wait, yeah, I can't wait.
1: I'll I'll go. By. I'm going to go buy. I ne- I almost never get physical media. Yeah. I'm going to go buy the, the Blu-ray on this one.
2: I think, Lance, I know you're you're a big digital guy. I think the unrated version is going to be released digitally before the Blu-ray. Ah, okay, so. I might
1: can you get it on Apple Apple then.
2: Yeah. Oh, Mithrigan.
1: Mathregan.
2: Let's see. I know there was... A, oh, this one was an interesting movie because it goes back to the movie that you and me uh, met on, Lance. Oh, okay. Uh, Kaya, how do you say his name? Kaya Roach Turn, Turner? The guy that made um, sure. Wormwood? Yeah, sure. Sound, sound, sounds about right. He is doing a, basically a arachnophobia horror type horror movie, and oh, it's boy. all practical effects. Huh. And I nice. think the studio that, or the company that is doing the effects, worked on The Lord of the Rings.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: So we definitely need to get Nez to watch this movie since he's a big fan of spider movies.
3: It's been a while since we've had a good one.
2: Yeah. yeah. Your boy, James Wan, was supposed to do a remake of Arachnophobia, but I think that got added to the many projects that
1: <laughs> he got that overloaded. He, his name on.
3: <laughs> he was going to produce it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that that movie scared me when I was a kid.
3: Hell yeah! Uh, I just, Especially because they used all
2: they used all real spiders. That that I'm movie a, scared me. I'm not, me not as afraid
1: a kid. of spiders, man. Snakes? I, I don't want anything to do with snakes, but spiders don't
2: bother me. <laughs> so snakes on a plane scared you?
3: Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> what what could be worse than that? See, and I'm way cooler with snakes than I am with spiders. Or a
1: snake or a snake on a train. Think about a snake on a bullet train for fuck's sake! Jesus Christ,
2: man!
3: Just throw that <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> out the window.
2: <laughs> Let's see. Going back to M. Knight, I'm gonna mispronounce her name. His daughter, uh, Ishana Knight Shyamalan, sure is gonna make her feature directorial debut with the thriller The Watchers. Ah,
3: okay, cool.
2: Which I looked into it. Uh, Lance, she she's directed episodes of uh, Servant.
1: I thought oh, I'd seen her name on there. I think she sang a song, too. Isn't she also a singer?
2: Yeah. Uh, multi-talented.
1: Yeah. Raising some good kids. Yeah. We'll give it a try.
2: Uh, let's see. Don't want to miss she'll have, I wonder
3: if she'll have a twist <laughs> in
2: the movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, I imagine
3: everything she's learned was from her dad. So Gotta probably, be, right? Although this do you last think, one didn't really.
2: Do you, think no, she, really. Do, you, do you think she goes with the twist, or do you think she tries to... Carve out uh, her own little.
1: I, I I would say that knock at the cabin. The twist was that technically there was no twist, which was a twist in a in a manner of speaking, because I was expecting a twist. Yeah. But to answer your question, Brian, I don't I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting to see if she kind of does it her own way, you know. Uh, kinda I kind of like I don't
3: this. I don't know that she'll go too far off the beaten path for her first one. Yeah. Oh, well, you sense. said she directed some servants, but yeah, for her yeah, first a couple like, episodes cool, like, movie that may actually get some traction, she probably won't go too far off the beaten
2: path. Yeah.
3: But like second or third movie, she might.
2: Uh, let's see. That. Silent Hill director Christoph Christoph Gans is returning to direct a sequel. Sounds like it's a sequel. Like there maybe red 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 in the second movie. And just doing a direct sequel to the first one. Oh boy! Which, okay,
1: <laughs> why, why not, right?
2: Yeah, I guess if you like the uh, Silent Hill movies, be on the lookout for Return to Silent Hill. Yeah. I don't know why you would return to Silent Hill. <laughs>
3: that
2: place is terrifying. <laughs> Uh let's see if I got a few more things. Uh we got to uh, I posted some pictures of uh David Cronenberg's uh series adaptation of the Dead Ringers coming to ah. Amazon starring uh, Rachel Wise.
1: Could be good. Could yeah. be
2: good. Did we review that?
1: Oh, the movie? Yeah. Yeah, we did Dead Ringers.
2: Which one's that?
1: Uh, that's the one with the, the surgeons that are the brothers, twin brothers. Oh.
2: So, oh, she, Chris, uh, so Rachel Wise would be the twins, probably.
1: That would be interesting,
2: probably. Okay. Yeah, rather
1: sense. than rather than Scar from the Lion King, who played the yeah. twins in the
2: original. Hey, that's Alfred.
1: <laughs> that's right, it is Alfred.
2: He's also Hans Gruber's <laughs> brother. <in laughs> Die Hard Three.
3: Wow!
2: Wow! I
3: totally yeah. forgot about that. Everybody knows if you're going to make a remake, you got to have a gender swap.
2: Yeah, ah, that's um,
3: right.
2: That's right. <laughs> I, I thought the film was was OK, but uh, I, I really like Rachel Weisz. So. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. She's
3: going to definitely do better.
2: And we all we all have Amazon. So mm-hmm. check it out. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready
3: for let's... Peacemaker season
1: two. bring on Peacemaker season. Yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, that is, that might be it, actually. I just posted new pictures of the Scream movie, which I'm hearing. Okay. Cast members are telling people to stop trying to put out all these false narratives and theories. Talk Because oh. I know people have been posting, though, uh, uh, synopsis yeah. leak. Oh, wow. Well. Uh,
1: spoilers. The, and then they're all fake. Yeah. Uh, no, that probably means somebody's actually nailed it, <laughs> and, they don't, and they don't want to get out there.
2: <laughs> well, or I
3: they're telling to stop to build some more buzz.
2: Yeah, sure. I heard a lot of people. Well, it's already on pace to outsell, so be the the highest grossing opening weekend for the scream movie in a franchise. So. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, with that cast. Uh, I think that might be it. I feel like I'm missing something uh Emma corinne I don't know who she is she was in the one of those English Netflix shows she's joined Robert sure. osferatu
1: Okay <laughs> one of those English Netflix shows
2: What is it, like The Crown Like Bridgerton
1: Bridgerton like the, the Crown The Crown okay
3: <laughs> Yeah those all fall in that same category I, yeah, yeah they do I, I, they they do
2: and non horror yeah. <laughs> news. She also joined the cast of Deadpool 3. So
1: okay. okay. Well. Nothing wrong with that.
2: I think that might be it. I don't know. I'm not seeing anything. i not felt like there was M- more.
1: No more M night news? Come on, man. There's gotta be one more M night story.
2: I Turns out he's one. got
3: another
1: kid, and it's
3: an <laughs> evil <eagle> twin.
2: <laughs> he actually does have another kid. And I, I think oh, boy. they're, I think, I, I know at least they're into writing. So,
1: okay. And they're both lady doctors and they both fiddle with the ladies' privates. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that's going to be weird. Didn't we talk about uh I don't know if we talked about it. But, uh, I was just
3: thinking, how's that good? all right. <laughs> I'm they sorry, are, going back
1: to Dead Ringers, man.
2: They are bringing back, I know what she did last summer with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. returning.
1: Oh, boy, they got to be old as dirt.
2: (laughs) And there was a rumor for some, I don't know, people go online and make up all kinds of shit that Sarah Michelle Gellar was coming back. And then she had to go on social media and says, my character's fucking dead.
1: (laughs) It it could be her twin. It could be her twin. Come on. Have a little imagination
3: <laughs> That's funny <laughs> uh,
2: Despite rumors Constantine 2 is uh, Still in development uh, Executives at Warner Brothers said Constantine 2 and um, that fucking movie Will Smith did I Am Legend Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's a good one And the alternate ending where Will Smith lives Is canon
1: hmm. that's oh, the, okay.
2: Of course that's the only way you can man. bring Will Smith back
1: I just, I just wish the dog had lived
2: man
3: that yeah, was a tear-jerker moment. Tear moment. Yeah, but it's also the part that you remember the most about the movie.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. uh, Iron Legend 2 will also star Michael B. Jordan.
3: Hmm. Okay. And Will Smith is in it? Yes. Okay. I hope he doesn't slap anybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if he divorces <laughs> his wife, he doesn't right. need to slap anybody.
3: Keep my wife's name out your zombie mouth. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That would be great if they
1: worked that into a parody movie. (laughs) You know they're going to eventually, right? It's coming. He's got to have enough of a sense of humor to do that, doesn't
3: he? Uh, Well, and it's going to be a joke for years. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, That is it.
1: Is that it? All the news that's fit to prep?
2: Well, the news um, I'm seeing. That movie, 65, uh, moves its release date back to March 10th. That's right around the corner. Movie with um, Kylo Uh Ren.
1: Kylo Ren and the
2: dinosaurs.
1: <laughs> what what could yeah. be cooler than Kylo Ren with a fucking lightsaber battling if, dinosaurs? I
2: think it might be cool because I think, in my mind, the premise is because it's called '65, what if we were like an advanced civilization 65 million years ago and yes. we came Philip, to this planet?
1: Philip knows this is true. This isn't even <laughs> up for debate. Am I
3: that's, right? That's it's what a, I it's think a the solid theory. Of. That's yeah. what I think the premise is. It is a very is. solid theory. Is. Yeah, I think so, too, and that's why I'm really stoked about this movie.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it looks pretty
1: awesome
3: about that one. All right, you you boys
1: ready to go to the trailer park? Why not? All All right, Uh, Brian, bring us the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Uh, What's our first new trailer to
2: talk about tonight? They are finally releasing the Children of the Corn movie that they made, I believe, two or three years ago. Oh, yeah. I think it was due to come out during the pandemic times. Remember those times?
3: Is that why they canned it? Because I like I know that they it released in Florida somewhere or something.
2: Yeah, I think it, it it released and then they pulled it. Yeah. So so what was
3: that all about? Was that like to to make editing changes or?
2: Uh, I'm not Oakland 100% races. sure. It kind of sounds like you might know a little bit more than I do about this yeah. movie. All I know is uh, it's directed by Kurt Wimmer, and he did that movie with. um, uh, What's this? Uh, fuck. Dane Just DeHaan. Keeping up, keeping up this trend <laughs> that we don't know shit. Uh, Samara Bat, Weaving. Batman. Uh, American Fleck. Psycho.
1: Christian Bale. Patrick yes. Bateman.
2: Oh, he did. Okay. Uh, he directed a movie <laughs> Equilibrium.
1: It's like we're playing the guessing game here. <laughs> oh, Equilibrium was pretty cool. I remember that. was that badass being movie. a badass
3: movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, but then he turned around and did Ultraviolet. I haven't know seen have that one seen. yet. Uh, you don't oh. need to.
3: Okay, I've seen it. I don't remember it
2: though. That's kind that
3: of says a lot. <laughs>
2: But, that yeah, this,
0: <laughs>
1: this was
2: filmed a couple of years ago and was supposed to come out, and then the pandemic hit, and then they pulled it, and it just yeah, kind of absolutely. sitting around. And then recently, I believe it was uh, picked up by Shudder. Okay. Um, Not going to get into the synopsis, because we've all heard the synopsis, because Children of the Corn is like a staple in... To horror fans um, and
1: and part two and part three and part four and part five
2: which <laughs> steve said we should do a retrospective and he oh wants god. to come on and do them with us because <laughs> if it was
1: anybody but <laughs> steve i'd say fuck off but for steve we'll we'll do it
2: <laughs> i think he said he's seen them all oh god so it's i don't like your, know if he, it's like you your know,
1: amityville deal dude
2: that's what I told him. I, I I messaged him. I was like, "So is this is this your Amityville franchise?" And he said, "It kind of <laughs> seems like it."
3: Sure does.
2: But I, like
3: I think, oh God, was the proper reaction to that.
2: <laughs> he might know something that we don't know if he wants us to review. There, there might be some fun conversations. So oh, yeah.
3: yeah, we'll,
2: we'll definitely down. get into that. But we do. I, I I haven't forgot. We do have a retrospective coming up soon. Uh, it, it won a poll that we did last year. Uh, people wanted us to do the Psycho franchise.
0: No shit,
1: I don't even remember yeah. that. Okay.
2: Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like a while ago. I got I got it on my, in well, my we, notes. So.
1: we did the first Psycho. Remember the year in nineteen yeah. sixty.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking. I don't never never mind. We'll we'll just re- watch not- the original. I was gonna say we'll watch the. Matthew Va- Not Matthew Vaughn. Uh, there you Mitch go. Vaughn. It's fun, yeah. Yes, yes. I was
3: going yes, to watch that one again. Yes, I feel to like probably,
2: we yeah, probably didn't give uh, him enough
3: credit.
1: I, yeah, heard, Psych- like, I heard Psycho 2 is really good, though. I've never I seen like,
2: it. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. I kind of like the whole franchise. Yeah? I know some of them are kind of, like, made-for-TV movies. I think the fourth one was made-for-TV. But I just kind of okay. like the, the story they told of Norman Bates. Mm-hmm. So, But we'll we'll get into it. I'm
1: down. We'll check it we're, out.
2: We're doing that thing again where we don't really care about the trailer we're <laughs> watching.
3: <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I was just thinking that.
2: Uh, children taking over Demonic Forest. He who lives in the fucking cornfield or behind the rose or whatever.
0: It <laughs>
1: starts
2: a bunch of children who I don't recognize. And it's coming yep. to Shudder.
0: There you go. I
2: believe. March 21st. So okay. there, there's my thoughts on okay. it. Steve, Fine. retrospectives coming, so get your, have your schedule open.
3: Find a, find an old classic. <laughs> uh, gender swap some roles, <laughs> remake, rinse and repeat.
2: I, yeah, because uh, it looks like the the Malachi character is a is a girl in this it one. Looks
1: that way, doesn't it? And,
2: uh, he uh, I people. just. And the one thing I problem I have with this trailer I sent you, it, wow. it says Red Band Trailer, and I saw well, nothing was red banded?
3: Yeah.
2: dedicated just uh-huh. needed to be protected. Well, cause uh, who,
3: was the, who was the main kid? What was his name? Malachi. Was it Malachi? Who was the other one? Well, there was another one, remember? The, I thought Malachi was the red-headed, goofy one.
2: <laughs> oh, that kid nah. that was like... Holding uh, Sarah Connor and was uh, like screaming, in,
3: Outlander! Yeah, we're in trouble. We're wait, in wait. trouble. But uh, both of the main kids in the last one were, we're creepy as fuck, man. Yeah. And I didn't see a whole
2: lot of creepiness in this one.
3: Yeah. Not he actually,
2: fun fact, like, but not so fun kids. fact, but he actually, in that scene where he was uh, holding Linda Hamilton, you know, he was like grabbing sure. her face. Uh-huh. He actually like fucking was bruising her up because he was so mal- into it.
3: Right? Holy shit. The redheaded uh, Malachi, right?
2: I'm looking it up. I might the yeah, have got the
3: redhead is Malachi. We
2: are so
1: We are just the exactly the right three guys to be doing a horror <laughs> movie podcast. We know hey, everything.
2: T-shirt coming soon.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Koozie's <laughs> yeah, coming soon. <laughs> Philip, you're right. The redheaded guy was Malachi. Malachi. The main, the main kid know. was Isaac. Isaac.
1: There it Isaac. Okay. Okay.
2: See, so, Nez, this is why you need to be on. You would have been like, you oh, fucking yeah. idiots.
1: Yeah, yeah, Nez would have said, Look, it's fucking Isaac and then Malachi's the redhead. <laughs> it was, that was hella like, good.
3: Ten on that was ten. was probably in the hella good category, I would think. <laughs>
1: ten on ten.
2: <laughs> but I mean it's we all have shudder. He's gonna hate the remake. Yeah.
1: Well we're gonna we're gonna watch it. I just hope it's not as bad as um uh fuck the one last year. Firestarter. Yep. Firestarter. Jesus yeah.
2: Christ. Yeah. Oh, they were so wrong. Uh, the rat, the Razzies. You were see they? that story where they uh, they uh-uh. nominated the, the little girl for worst actress?
3: Uh-uh. Uh uh Oh, the little girl from Firestarter?
2: Yeah, and everybody what? was like, "She's fucking twelve years old." And then yeah, the man. Razzies were like, "Yeah, you're probably right."
3: <laughs>
1: uh, so they they took they withdrew her name.
2: Yeah, they're like.
1: Well, fuck that. If she's bad, she's bad. <laughs> Whether she's yeah, a, an infant or a toddler or a twelve-year-old or what. She's
2: not developed in her acting yet, so ah, no excuse. I think kids should, I think no kids, excuse. No kids. Kid twelve-year-olds <sighs> should be excluded. If you're like sixteen <sighs> or well. seventeen, then fucking get are
3: Unless your name is Lulu Wilson.
2: Oh, that's she right. That's right. Her. <laughs> her, her. What's the new girl now? That's in everything.
0: Oh, the God. little one.
2: Oh, never mind. We're going back to, we so, don't know, shit.
3: <laughs> shall, we move, shall we move on to feedback, It's <laughs> children of the corner. Nobody gives a shit.
2: Let's go. <laughs> yeah, feedback. <laughs>
3: feedback. Uh, this week's podcast spotlight shines on That's Pretty Dark. Uh, here for the 80s and 90s kids who still long for the safe, spooky glow of the TV screen in a dark room. Uh, Kaylin Andrews and Christian Baxter Mott, uh, also 90s kids, take a nostalgic look. At the grittier side of the children's entertainment that ruled our adolescence uh. and molded our generation. The children's yeah. entertainment, okay.
2: And they commented on our post for them on Instagram, said, "Hey, thanks for the shout out. Nice. We're all we're here to unlock and heal all of your darkest millennial memories." Ah, oh,
1: <laughs> that sounds pretty creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because
2: if if I you like, like go back to like some of them shows you watched as a kid. Yes. Like some of them were kind of had like, like little hidden dark things in there.
1: Yeah. Like mo- like monsters and stuff like that are you talking no, about? No,
2: just like you guys ever you guys know the the cartoon Rocco's Modern Life?
0: Yeah. Oh Of course. Yeah. Of
2: course. I had never realized as a kid that he was a phone sex operator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
1: I know the B the B52s did the theme song. Yeah. Really?
2: It's just like little <laughs> yeah. little stuff like that you find out when you're older and you were like, that's <laughs> kind of fucked up.
3: That is kind of weird. <laughs> I never watched that one a ton.
2: But also cool that they did it in a way that it just went over kids' heads.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, it says uh, our show features every other weekly discussions that was a good way to say (laughs) bi-weekly every other weekly discussions ranging from movie nights and season-long binges to uh spooky specials of shows and other traumas uh memories (laughs) so grab your flashlights and join us saturday nights as we go searching and researching what exactly it was that happened to us in the dark all those many moons ago oh that does sound creepy.
1: (laughs) Very well written. I like it. Yeah, I like that. Somebody knows how to write.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: Salem Seller says, uh, thanks for sharing.
2: Yeah, support her YouTube channel. She does great reactions and reviews. Cool.
3: Um, Regarding the new Children of the Corn, Steve Carlton says... uh, (laughs) hopefully they finally make a good one solid premise but every corn flick thus far has been pretty shitty
2: (laughs) you're gonna review every
3: one of them oh god remember you did this to yourself right uh (laughs) horror nerds at church (laughs) says thanks for sharing this is such a fun episode to record
1: great great title great title for a podcast horror nerds at church
3: (laughs) Um, regarding Miguel Ferrer, uh, Zim Vader says his best role was in The Stand. Yeah, he's
2: pretty uh, big,
1: he was pretty good in Deep Star
2: 6, too. He's pretty good in Blank Check. Oh, uh, yes. From,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember that movie. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I I I liked him in that movie. I, th- I think you did. Uh, you went on the Super Network, Lance, last uh-huh. year. The Night, the Flyer. Night Flyer?
0: Yeah.
1: That, he's he was actually pretty Flyer. good in that one. Yeah, real
2: good. Rest Underrated actor,
1: peace. man. Rest in peace, yeah.
3: And uh, let's welcome our new members. Uh, we got Cena Mortuary Podcast, uh, Brandon Clinton, Kilton, sorry, Crystal Saldana, Roberto Rodriguez, Podcasting After Dark.
2: Love Craig, those guys.
3: C- Craig Ahrens, Ahrens Damn. Uh, Gerald Turbeville, Brandy Lynn Grigg. Pete Todd, Jennifer Bonjes, and uh, Horror Movie Crew Studio, PromoteHorror.com, The Terrible Aussie, 13 Degrees of Screams podcast, and Straight Chilling Podcast, the horror movie review. Oh, got some more. Gag me with a knife God damn, cast. dude. <laughs> we haven't done b in a while. And Johnny Mendoza. Thanks. thanks. All right. Oh, and Horror Movie Crew says thanks for the invite.
1: Oh, yeah. Shout out to Johnny Mendoza. I know he listens every week. <laughs> Appreciate it.
2: And I um, appreciate everybody for joining and go to the little little button in the Facebook group that says invite invite your friends.
1: Yeah, we'll be and, a, a regular children of the corn cult over here. And
2: Is. post whatever you not whatever you want. Let's keep it simple. <laughs>
1: And no dick pics. Stop.
2: No no dick pics. We we'll, won't we'll, 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 we'll have a Facebook group. But uh, if you guys are watching something, reading something, listening to something, post it in the group, and you know we 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 need the feedback
3: or ideas for Lance to be the next cult leader.
1: There you go.
3: That's the goal, right?
1: Yeah. We still. Now that we're on YouTube, finally, we still need to do our uh, our spoof of um, the fanatic part two. <laughs> are we ever gonna get around to that? i i
2: I still say let's let's film it together when we're in texas
3: oh yeah oh that would be perfect it would be like a really bad high school theater project (laughs) it'd be
1: a lot worse than
0: that
3: (laughs) (laughs) all right uh as always our show intro and all of our new logos come from steve carlton uh from the geeks and be on the lookout for more great stuff from steve um our original skull artwork comes from Natsulani, so check her out on Instagram. Uh, and please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount and for $5 or more a month. Also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. And on to featured attractions. This week uh we go back to 1989 and check out Deep Star 6 as well as 976 Evil. Uh, we're going to start with Deep Star 6. Um, a team of Navy personnel stationed at a temporary base at the bottom of the ocean and tasked with setting up nuclear missiles discovers a huge underwater cavern which houses a giant prehistoric creature. Great premise. Uh, director is Sean S. Cunningham, also known for Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, writer is Jeff Miller. Uh, based on a story by Lewis Abernathy. Uh, Writer Lewis Abernathy sold his script at the same time that friend James Cameron was working on his own underwater monster saga. Uh, What
2: an uh, asshole.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Despite Cameron's asking that he delay uh, this movie to avoid competing with the Abyss, um, Abernathy went ahead and was thereby deemed... Persona non grata with Cameron and associates until they patched together their friendship when Abernathy accompanied Cameron on the September 1995 filming of The Wreck of the
2: Titanic for
3: hmm. Titanic.
2: What an asshole.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Who, James Cameron or this guy?
2: Yeah, hold up we making know. your underwater movie so I can make my underwater movie.
3: Right. Right. Well, that was uh oh yeah that's that's good point. That's kind of that's kind of like yeah. Rose not
1: making room for Jack on the on the floating door there. Did yeah. you
2: see some <laughs> some super smart scientist people came? They put out a video saying that technically, scientifically, he could have been on there with her.
1: I heard you talk about that a couple of weeks ago.
3: Rose, I'll you're an check that out. A big door. <laughs> Um, anyway, Kane Hodder, who plays Jason Voorhees in several Friday the 13th movies, was the stunt coordinator for this film.
0: Nice.
3: That's cool. All right. Uh, Lance, you want to get us started on Deep Star 6? Yeah, I, I thought this was a pretty fun movie. This was, uh, this
1: was a lot like, it's funny you should mention James Cameron with his involvement in some of the Alien franchise, but I thought this was a lot like, um, you know, Alien Underwater. Yeah. where you kind of had the paranoia and you had the, the the types of settings and, you know, the equipment and the different vessels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they came upon something that they, you know, that they um, probably shouldn't have come upon. Philip, you probably don't find it hard to believe that somewhere deep in the ocean, there might still be prehistoric beasts. Would, wouldn't I mean, you agree that's a possibility? There's all kinds
3: of stuff that we definitely don't know about. Yeah. We just haven't I mean, been down that far, right? Yeah. Or spent any I amount mean, of time.
2: As, as ridiculous as the Meg was, that movie, mm-hmm. there used to be shit like that. And the ocean's so big and vast and deep and unknown that it doesn't surprise me if we were just fucking drilling one moment and then unleash hell the next moment.
3: Yeah. I mean, does. definitely <laughs> not hard. Sharks are older than trees. Did you know that? I had I think no I, idea. I, I think I didn't just make up that fact. <laughs> Holy
2: shit. Well, we'll just say you're right. So, yeah.
1: there you go. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was a, a beautifully designed, you know, set piece. I, I thought it was everything worked really nice together. It was believable. Can, and when you consider this was made in 1989, I think it was incredibly well shot. And, yeah, they, they, you could tell they put a lot of love and care into making the movie. No wonder he didn't want to push the date back, you know? He, this was his labor of love. This is the same guy that directed Friday the 13th, uh, the original,
0: yeah, where, the mother,
1: where Mom was the killer. And what else? House. Oh, shit. Okay, that's a good one, too. That is a good um, one.
3: Yeah, no, I'm Both I'm, I'm of those are totally underrated because the sequels got silly.
1: Yeah, yeah especially with the cowboy in uh, part two and all that. I, but,
2: love, uh, the, I love that movie. <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a visually pleasing movie. the The only disappointment I have about this one is that the monster kind of the same thing you said about uh, the Outwaters, Brian, where the action doesn't really step up until like an hour into the movie, where you actually finally see the monster. But I don't know. I kind of like I said, I like that slow burn uh, aspect. I like the way that they kind of built everything up. I love the character development. Was it a little bit silly? You know, to think that each one of them was sexually paired up with somebody else on the ship.
2: <laughs> Con- <laughs> you got to do something down there.
1: Well, I was, was going to say, yeah, I can suspend belief. It's not that totally race. unheard of, I mean. Yeah. Well,
3: it is a Navy vessel, though, Philip. Yeah, I mean, that's also be a little
1: trip. bit more, and I'll tell you what,
3: that was they like. They would a, at least be discreetly banging each other. I mean, discreetly, <laughs> there you go.
1: Instead of going into the, the fucking um, mess hall and, yeah. like, mugging each other. <laughs> I like
2: mean, a, it, it was a Navy vessel, but. It but they kind were of signed seemed them. like they were in. Well, a lot of them were like independent contractor type. Yeah,
1: I can see that. I, but so I will say this: the
2: captain. All the fucking was, you can do then.
1: The captain was, was super you know, laid back. back. Captain was <laughs> super laid back, wasn't he? Captain. Was oh, bullshit, the, you know?
2: <laughs> the the captain from um, Alien Two.
1: Was that the captain from Alien? Yeah. Yeah. Alien 2?
2: The guy. The guy. Yeah, he had the same damn cigar, I think. <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs> James Cameron's okay. like, ah, I'm
2: gonna rip you well, off
3: again, motherfucker. Far and away
1: <laughs> far and away my favorite character though in this one was Miguel Ferrer, because he he, he kind of did provide the comedy relief, you know, especially when he like started freaking out and d- fucking up and having those weird visions. And they injected him. Whatever they injected him with didn't work very well to calm him
2: they down. Ain't, they ain't not give him better
3: than
1: he should have given him the whole bottle. <laughs> this they should have like,
3: sat his dumbass in the corner. After he fired the fucking missiles, they should have sat his dumb ass in the corner and said, Look, right. you just stay the fuck there so you can't fuck anything else up, okay? Oh uh, <laughs> okay, when we'll
2: he see. did that and he was like I followed fucking protocol. I was like, Well obviously you didn't because you just detonated he... missiles.
1: Yeah, I don't, think, I don't to think code? he thought that one through because <laughs> yeah. You're right, Brian. but
2: we knew it was bad when he pulled out the handbook, the manual. Yes,
1: and he had to open up the the locked case and hit the buttons one one each colored button in a row. But just the fact that it said, "Is it something that's being aggressive?" He should have known not to do that, right? You should have at least tried everything else first. That's like going to DEFCON three immediately, right? Yeah, well,
3: as soon as it popped up on the screen and was like, deploy missiles or whatever, I, I was like, was, you know, oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. That's what I thought, too, man. But uh, no, it was a it was a fun movie. It was it, it was it was eye candy. It was definitely good to look at the monster design. I thought was pretty original. I really hadn't seen a creature that looked quite like that, which was nice. I knew there was going to be that James Bond ending. Where they're floating out there in the in the middle of the ocean and and all is well, but then of course you know something's going to happen. Oh, they yeah. also had that Deus Ex Machina, like they had in Jaws: The Revenge, where somebody looks like maybe they either got blown, well in that case eaten in half, but in this case blown up, but yet they pop up out of the water and come grab the lady love. That was yeah. a little
3: mm. cheesy. That was a bit much, but
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I I enjoyed it overall. I enjoyed
0: the movie.
3: Uh, it's 1989 or whatever. Yeah, what are you going to do, man? <laughs> uh, Brian, what'd you
2: think? Yeah, this was a, a fun rewatch for me. I haven't seen this probably like almost 20 years. Yeah. And so it was a good rewatch for me. Um, Love the cast in it. Miguel Ferrer was probably the standout character, especially when he gets to a moment where he's just fucking losing it.
0: <laughs>
1: he
2: fucking kills the one guy with the fucking. <laughs> Yes. dark thing a, and just...
1: What a fuck up. You see, that's what I'm saying. you dumbass asked chest. him to go down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they should yeah, have hit he, him with that whole bottle of morphine immediately. No, they should
2: just let him sit where he was, because he didn't want to fucking yeah. do anything. And they were <laughs> right. like, oh, stop being a bitch and help out. I'm like, you just inflated a man's chest. <laughs> um... I like the build-up. it over was. there
3: where you can't fuck anything else up. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think I think when I was younger, I probably didn't appreciate the build-up to seeing the monster. I kind of was like, where the fuck is the monster? Mm-hmm. But, you know, older yeah. now, I appreciate it. Um, I like the practical effects of the monster. Um, the music, I noticed this time, this rewatch around, that it, it's kind of similar to Friday the 13th.
1: No kidding. Okay, I didn't like, even catch like when, that. I didn't like, catch
2: that. The scene where, where somebody's slowly walking up to somebody or, you know, where we're about to do a jump scare or something. Mm-hmm. Just take out the little... Ch- 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 just take out that. <laughs> really, I don't know if it was the same composer or whatever, but it was... Um, I was like, okay, this is a Sean S. Cunningham film. I, I kind of can tell that. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, it's just a great movie. Um, this, these type of movies scared the shit out of me uh, as a kid. Cause
0: mm-hmm. the
2: ocean just is just unknown to you. And it just yes. freaks you out. And yeah, great fucking rewatch. And
1: yeah. this one is now streaming on stars. So anybody who happens to have stars, you can catch it there. Just FYI, since What's we don't about- cond- since we don't condone any pirating, even though we're talking about something on the high seas.
2: Yeah. I figured <laughs>
1: I'd at least put that the
2: out dosies. there. I was going to say something else about the film, <laughs> but my that. fucking mind just went blank. He'll, he'll, oh, it'll, fucking, it'll come uh, to you. All the death scenes were pretty fucking cool. There was yes, the people were people getting cut in half. They, they, they were. were. Yeah. Uh, the captain uh, got his back broken. That, that looked oh, that very was brutal, painful.
3: Yeah. yeah, I was sad to lose him. Although, I, right. you, know, you could tell from the get go this was going to be a pick them off one by one kind of movie. Oh, but so I like think a, the a slasher the, movie. Underwater. The most
2: painful death scene had to be Miguel Ferrer's uh, decompression. Oh
3: yes, yes, yes. that was it's, terrifying. That made me squinch a little bit. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yep, I, I just it is, uh,
1: it is the same musical composer, Brian.
2: Okay, Harry uh,
1: just, Harry Manf- Manfredini. He did oh. do. Oh, he did House. He did Friday the Thirteenth. So they must work together a lot.
3: Ah. Oh. So there's another persona non grata.
0: Yeah, I felt like I should
3: have known
1: that. <laughs> now we know. See, you do learn something on the horror returns, there boys and girls.
2: And a lot of the casts were like recognizable. It's just uh, not yeah. not by name, but just like that I've person. seen I've seen you in this yeah. movie, seen you in that movie. So,
3: although those two girls look just alike to me.
2: Oh, the, uh, the doctor and the main the one. Doc- yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um
3: the
1: uh, was super hot though.
2: <laughs> well you gotta have a super hot scientist for right. some reason. Yeah.
1: Boy, she was working that uh she was working that, that uh machine, wasn't she, when she was in the gym. <laughs> working that rowing machine. <laughs> I wanted yes, to hear was. some Olivia yeah. Newton John in the background with that one.
3: She was the hottest one. She got killed off quick. Yeah, yeah too bad. Man. What a waste.
2: Share mine. Shower credit with her. <laughs> but yeah, I will, I had something else to say about the movie, and I, I can't fucking think of, it, you'll,
3: you'll so. think of it. You'll think of it. You'll uh, think of it. Well, yeah, I, it, that's exactly what I was thinking while I was watching it. It's kind of like Alien uh, Underwater. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was cool fucking movie, man. I definitely recommend a rewatch on it. Uh, I hadn't seen it in a long time either. And so I kind of forgot everything that happened. And uh what was his name for uh Miguel, Miguel Ferrer. Ferrer. Mm-hmm. Ferrer? Yeah. I I thought he did a great job. I mean, I hated his character. Snyder? But, <laughs> yeah. But but he did a great job and he was sort of like, you know, the cipher in the Matrix. That was a great role for that guy, sure, he was totally sure. hateable. Um I don't know that I loved the monster design.
2: Hmm. like, hey? You didn't like a giant yeah. fly trap? kind of I
3: I kind of did. It, it it had had, like, like, little, I thought it was very original. <laughs> little eyes on the like front of its mouth or <laughs> something. <laughs> I thought it was very <laughs> it original. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was interesting. I just I don't know part of the whole part of the awesome part of the beginning of this movie is that you didn't know what the monster looked like. And so I had all these things running through my head and then yeah, when I expected came, a big dinosaur or something. Yeah. When that thing came up, I was yeah. like Well, it it kind of
2: (laughs) doesn't make sense the way the initial reactions was. Like, oh, there's something on the sonar coming quick, and it's huge.
3: Huge, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was going to be huge, and then it, like, came in through the fucking – the door. Yeah. Right, right. (laughs) I "I thought it was huge. What are you going to do, man? (laughs) But anyway – um, aside, for, aside from that, though, I thought they did a really great job. I think that the monster could have been maybe a little cooler. And, and this movie have right. been a lot more memorable. Well, com-
1: compared and to John, more- compared to John Holmes, he, it wasn't huge, but compared to us, <laughs> it was huge.
3: <laughs> but I mean, I, this movie could have been a real classic, I think, with, uh, like a really iconic monster design. Right. And this seemed like sort of a generic monster design. Okay that's that's really my- knock on the movie because uh, the rest of it I had a really good time with
2: and then Cameron put out the abyss yeah
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's like <laughs> this is how you fucking do it
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right scores
1: Lance what do you think it's seven on 10 it was fun I enjoyed it
2: okay Brian uh, I'm agree with Lance uh, it was a fun movie uh, I like the cast um Miguel Ferrer again, standout character, uh, great effects on the monster, and yeah, seven.
3: Okay, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go seven. Also, I think yes, it seven, seven, been, seven. That doesn't happen is. all the time. Who won? <laughs> I think it, it could have easily been an eight with a really iconic, cool I monster design now. that yeah, maybe could have started off a franchise or something,
1: which is can see that
3: everybody there
2: yeah, yeah what's happening
3: i don't know my thing blipped out can you guys hear me
2: yeah nope. we still recording
3: hopefully it, it says it's so. still recording
2: was it james you Cameron? A
3: copy going just in
1: case sorry <laughs> james, james so that james james happened Cameron's
2: to everybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry jim <laughs> I mean, <James>. Fuck y'all. <laughs>
3: Uh, but yeah, iconic creature design, it could have started a uh, uh, a whole series, and I think that's kind of what this guy does anyway. So that's... Sure. Yeah, 777. Nice. Deep Star 6, underrated classic. Uh, next one is 976 Evil. Uh, Ooh, people Who Dial... people who dial nine seven six evil receive supernatural powers and turn into satanic killers. Is that what happened? Uh, When spike dialed nine seven six evil, he knew it was an expensive toll call, but he didn't know that he'd have to pay for it with his soul. Did he? I don't. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that's a very good description of the movie. That's a horrible description. Um, director is Robert England, uh, best known for uh, playing Freddy Krueger, of course. Um, writers, he has, has he directed anything else? Um,
2: I think he might have did little things here and there. Oh, okay.
1: Didn't he do that show, Freddy's Nightmares, for an episode yeah. or two?
2: Yeah. I think as far as like, feature-length films, I think this might have been his only.
3: Okay. So he's dabbled. Yeah. Um, Oop. sorry, I dropped the phone. Uh, writers Rhett Topham and Brian Hedgeland uh, Robert England met his wife uh, set decorator Nancy Booth while making this film that's uh, nice yeah St- <laughs> Stephen Joffrey's, who played Evil Ed in Friday Night or uh, in Fright Night uh, can be seen standing beside a Fright Night poster in the El Diablo projection room
2: good call well, there man. you go yeah there's
3: a I think there was a few little easter eggs in this movie
2: yeah
3: uh, Lance, what did you think about it? Uh, wow. Well,
1: <laughs> here's the irony of it. This is one of the movies that I remember. I, I I remember it like it was yesterday. Okay, so I was 89. So I was I was in college when it came out. I guess it must have been like it, probably a year later because it was on HBO or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember going outside to smoke a joint in my car because my dad was staying at the apartment with me, and I didn't want to smoke a joint inside the apartment with him there. And I went back in and I was watching it. And I just thought this was the coolest fucking thing ever. And I'm like, wow, this is why I'm into horror movies, man. This movie's awesome. On the rewatch, guys, yeah, nothing so good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, this is really fucking horrible. This is so cheesy, man. But at the same time, it's so fun. Yeah. it's like It's almost like a Mandy experience. You almost have to be on something for this. Especially when you get to the part at the end where, like, hell is literally freezing over and everybody's falling down into the ice and the snow. For what what reason? I have no idea. (laughs) I was wondering that, too. But, man, the acting is so so cheesy, so horrible. Um, I'd forgotten it was Evil Ed. I actually remembered it as being, um, ah, shit, uh, Clint Howard. You guys remember Clint Howard?
2: Yeah, he's uh, too Ice old. Ice Cream
1: Man. I, for some reason, I thought, yeah, I thought it was him and my, you know, marijuana-hazed memory of watching mm-hmm. the movie. Uh, but it was some obviously some very good weed
2: when I watched <laughs> this movie. Sounds like it. <laughs> like in
1: 1990 or whatever when it was on HBO. <laughs> but uh, on this watch, guys, this is uh, this is some rough stuff. This is not great. This is not. This is not a classic. The special effects, especially the part where, like, the Evil Ed just turns blue, like <laughs> it's just this <laughs> weird blue outline for some reason. And Then you got the lady in the in the her phones. she phones are ringing all around her, and the she walks next to a telephone store, <laughs> and she dies because all the glass hits her in the face and kills her instantly somehow. So
2: you don't remember uh, telephone stores.
1: I do, but I don't really. <laughs> That's a little too on the nose, Brian. Like, you know, why, I don't know. Why would they put him in the window?
2: <laughs> it's, it's a store that sells nothing but telephones.
1: Yeah. This was, but in, in end of the day, this was this was this was kind of fun to watch, really. But boy, was it bad! Oh, and what's with the fucking main uh, bad guy with the the kind of blondish streak in his hair that looks just exactly like Patrick Mahomes? It's like this kid's a <laughs> fucking dead ringer for Patrick
2: oh, uh, Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes had a baby. What was his was name the in the movie? Uh, Marcus.
3: <laughs> Marcus, yeah, Marcus. <laughs>
2: Which he's provided me. I, I, I'll wait until it's my turn. All
1: right, well, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> There's not much
2: more I, I can say. I, I'll go with my turn. He's provided me with the funniest movie. I I kind of love this movie because I have yeah. a nostalgic place for it because this lance Lance, you you remember this was on tv all the time
0: time (laughs) and
2: i would watch it every time it came on and marcus that scene where he gets killed in the bathroom and the way he screams oh as the the camera's panning away sure uh, sure makes me laugh because that was the biggest bitch scream (laughs) ever
3: not not so tough now are you dude, he was dressed like boy george how tough did you expect Mm -hmm. him to be
2: his entire gang (laughs) the the guy that was always in his fucking boxers for some reason
3: right was like man these people are running around in their underwear an awful lot
1: yeah what's up (laughs) with that man in a closed room playing (laughs)
3: poker (laughs) <laughs> and Yikes. with like four dudes and then this yeah, strange appears to well, be underage girl
2: <laughs> yeah it was very uncomfortable watching it now because she clearly does not want to be there <laughs> and when they're asking uh, her I, to like strip you can see her like I, I, I guess I better take a drink of something if I'm going to do this it, it's just very <laughs> liquid courage. Watching it.
3: and then she's for some reason wearing these fucking parachute granny panties <laughs> like I've never seen before.
2: She's got the parachute granny panties and then earlier the main, uh, which really wasn't a main girl because she was in the movie for like 15 minutes, um, right. Susie, the, Susie the girlfriend
1: Susie Quattro.
2: She puts on Spike, fucking Spike stupid ass <laughs> name. She puts on his boxers so it kind of looks like she's got the parachute granny panties Yes, yeah. yes. And let me tell you about this fucking Spike guy With his fucking little, not even a ponytail, his little pony nub. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is the least tough fucking guy. It looks like a Matt Dillon wannabe. Oh no! It's like they like, oh this guy, this guy has a good look to him. Let's make him a a thug, a a biker thug. Let's put a leather jacket on him and make him cool, smoke cigarettes. And <laughs> he was oh missing. All he was missing was the white T-shirt with the with the pack of cigarettes rolled up in his sleeve and uh, the slick yep. back there. And...
1: I was about to say, surely Philip Morris Company um, put a lot of money into this movie because every fucking scene, somebody was
3: smoking a cigarette. Well, and there, <laughs> No matter where they were, they were smoking a cigarette. There's a scene where he's laying in bed and like looking at the papers and stuff and he's mm-hmm. just got the cigarette hanging out of his mouth yes you can tell it's uncomfortable as fuck it's like smoke is going up in his eyes <laughs> right so but cool. he looks so cool <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh
2: what else uh stephen jeffries i thought he actually i, I think he knocked it out the with this role People because Ed? yeah because he was he played yeah. that pathetic kind of Right, mistreated person. That the, up up until the point where he changes, then he kind of, you know, it was like
3: Carrie. That's that's yeah. what they, they gender swapped Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> Already, they were doing gender swapping in the eighties. Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, because his fucking his mom. Oh, I would have left home. Oh yeah. So long before anything <laughs> else happened in this movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. Spike. Spike, her, Why don't you get your strap on for me? <laughs> that's what it sounded like he said anyway
2: um, I thought the the practical the makeup effects were pretty decent uh, on for... the mom
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought they were pretty decent uh, especially his uh, change throughout Jamie the movie
1: Faintmaker. and oh,
2: uh... sorry. damn I'm forgetting what I'm saying now
1: <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> No, the makeup effects makeup on Evil level were pretty good.
2: Yeah, his his progression throughout the movie I thought yeah. was was kind of cool looking. Uh this is definitely of its time because Sure. They were yeah. supposed to remake it, but then I think they realized people don't call these fucking nine hundred numbers no more. Oh yeah. So well,
1: they could find a way around it, you know. There's still maybe it's an app now or something,
2: you know, in the yeah, in the new version. Cool. we, Did we they, had we well, had the countdown or whatever it yeah. was.
3: Yeah, it was also it was before it was before Internet
2: porn. I think that changed things.
3: <laughs> yeah. I still okay. even have those commercials.
2: Well, he didn't even have porn. He had National Geographic magazine.
3: Oh, that's right. right. Well, that was of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sears catalog, you know, whatever. But I, I, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I really enjoyed yeah. his character in a movie because he was just so bumbling. Like I, I still crack up with that scene where he tries to race away on his little moped and he crashes into the fence. <laughs>
3: then he pops back up. Oh yeah, yeah. kids got heart. I like it. Take,
1: takes a ticking and a, or <laughs> take, takes takes a licking and keeps on ticking.
2: Yeah, he he is a, a freak though because yeah, he was kind of getting somewhere with Susie until the Marcus and his gang comes out and beats him up and then finds her finds panties, the panties in his pockets. Yeah. <laughs> Like what were you? What was his name? Hoag. Sure. Like, what were, you, what were sure. you? gonna do with those panties?
3: That's a good point.
2: <laughs> and why did you bring them to go see her? I, like, I don't know, because man. Because
3: his, his mother has him so repressed. He was like a puppy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, she I, she
1: she knew he was watching them through his fucking binocular, but binoc- binoc- or his uh, telescope anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Spike told her that, so she knew yeah. what she was getting into. She knew yeah. she was getting into a freak.
2: Come on. Yeah, he's a freak. I will say the lamest part of this movie is the the investigator. The investigator, oh, yeah. and the fucking counselor, right. the Modern Miracles counselor. magazine, the school
1: counselor. What did?
2: Oh. Why did she get introduced to the movie? And what point did now. she serve? Because I at, at,
1: they were in it. <laughs> I know. It's at like no point. McGuffin
2: because he he goes to the school to talk about spike
1: yeah at next, no point next thing you know they're out having
2: wine but at no point in the movie if I can remember correctly does the counselor and spike ever interact almost like they don't know each other
0: right right
1: and she's
2: just <laughs> kind of fucking introduced into this movie for what yes. reason so they yeah. can go to the house that's that hell froze over in and
0: yeah she,
1: exactly. I think you you nailed it, Brian. That's exactly so what they, they were doing. So they could have somebody
3: hot. Yeah. When she, when she first popped out on up on the screen and she was wearing those glasses, is that the same yeah. girl? Yeah. yeah. Like and sh- as soon as she started talking, I was like, "Oh, she's a model, not an actor." <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I thought I thought Susie was kind of hot for uh, I just got kicked yeah. out of a Catholic school type girl.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: And then she <laughs> dies from having spiders all over her
3: well he did say earlier that it was like one of the most poisonous spiders
2: did she get bit i assume so (laughs) okay
3: there was 150 of them on her
2: (laughs) and did did not anybody ever find her was a little scary did not anybody ever find her? Like yeah, did, she, did, she hasn't been to school in days. And I was going to say,
1: did, did she did she live alone, and did Spike live alone? And I, I didn't see any other parents except. Well, the shitty Spike lived above the mom. garage. Okay.
2: <laughs> with, with a his, with his message with a message tube system that, that was you can silly too. apparently send anything like whole pieces of fish. And what was the whole thing with the? Were we led to believe that it rained fish for real?
1: Yeah, that was the devil's doing. That was 976evil's doing.
3: Is that a thing?
1: Like in the Bible or something? I think I've heard something about it. Raining fish? Uh,
2: You're asking the wrong person.
3: (laughs) I wouldn't know. It just seemed like such a weird choice. I was like, why fish? It sounds so silly when she's talking I don't know.
1: But I've heard heard of it happening before, right? There's a, there's some I guess we'll have to that we'll make that our homework for next week guys we'll we'll have to Wikipedia it yeah. but I think there's like some fish that maybe got frozen or caught in something and failed I don't know
3: oh Who until knows? it makes it a water spout. it's like a tornado over the water yeah there you go there it's you go kind of close, like Sharknado some fish around um, yeah sharknado. exactly Sharknado
2: <laughs> anyway <laughs> but yeah I, it I, just, it's like a weird choice <laughs> this is uh. I guess you can call it a guilty pleasure, even though I don't believe in guilty pleasures because okay. I'm never guilty about anything I watch or feel All guilty. Right. So, but I like I like definitely that. if you had to categorize it, you can put it in that. It, it's not a great movie, but like you said, Lance, it's, it's fun to watch.
3: It's a guilty pleasure because you know, it's bad, but you love it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> put it. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, I think I agree. I like I it's as soon as the movie started, Um, I don't know that I had ever seen this one before. And as soon as it started, I was like, man, this is going to be really fucking dumb. And, uh, and it totally was. But I had a really good time with it, too. <laughs> I know that's the problem, I mean, right? All the characters were over the top. The mom was a yeah. fucking cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, but I liked I liked the creature effects when they had, uh, Ed evil Ed. And, uh, I thought he did a re- actually a really fantastic job in this movie. As far as acting goes. Um, and, you know, I
2: kinda, <laughs> he was so corny.
3: He was <laughs> I, like, I <laughs> kind of hated him at the beginning because he was like, so over the top corny, like Revenge the second of-
2: time he interrupted the card game, he was like, right. I have a pair of hearts. hearts. And he's holding <laughs> <two> <laughs> hearts.
1: Can I get it with a pair of hearts? <laughs>
3: I was like, oh, yeah, okay, Freddie definitely directed this one. (laughs) Oh, yeah, good point, good point, good
0: point. Um,
3: And I think there was a lot of uh, little Easter eggs and throwbacks to other Mm. horror movies, because he's a horror fan, man, he's a horror icon.
1: There was a Clockwork Orange poster
3: in the the room they were playing poker in, you know? Yeah, and so I think this was maybe just his little love story to horror. And uh, especially at the time that it came out, this totally makes sense. And had a lot of fun with it, man. I don't think it's maybe as bad as. It, I, it really as is. <laughs> scores probably reflect.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. There's a sequel.
1: I know. I heard there is a sequel <laughs> it came
2: out in 92. It's called 976 Evil 2 The Astral Factor. The Astral Factor.
1: <laughs> OK, well, maybe it'll and explain everything. Are you sure it's not Patrick?
2: A Patrick O'Brien reprises his role as Spike. Oh, oh God, good boy!
1: And at that point, his career ended. It does. It sounds like a porn
3: parody. Astral.
2: Yeah, depending Spike on how you spell is, Astral, is your main guy there? Make <laughs> <laughs> sure
3: it's not. <laughs> it might be. <laughs>
1: might very uh, well be. Wouldn't be the first one.
3: All right, so let's uh, let's do scores on this one, Lance. What do you think?
1: I hate to say this, man, but I got to give it a five and a half. It gets above the halfway mark for me just for pure fun cheese, especially yeah. that, that frozen hell at the end of it, which great. great. Yeah.
3: Cheese is it. That's it. That's the word. <laughs> Brian?
2: I'm going to be fucking wacky and say this is a seven out of ten. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. I, I, I have fun with it. I've seen it many times. I All own right, it. All right, well. So I but well, I, I need to I need to see this sequel because Well,
1: I'm sure you'll be talking about it for your cool of the week next week.
2: Does the does the number not leave Spike alone? <laughs> <laughs> does, it, does it keep calling him? Poor Spike.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say the only soul it took
2: was Ed.
3: Right. Didn't change name, the name in the movie. I don't know what the fuck his name was. <laughs> Oak. It's a dunk name. Hoax. <laughs> oh, hoax. Yeah, H O A X, hoax,
1: hoax. Yeah, is that his name? That's, That's his name. That's
2: his name in That's the That's an interesting name. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Spike and Hoax cousins.
3: Right. Yeah, well, definitely over the top '80s cheese, uh, but I'm gonna give it a six. I think it was a. It was All, a right. All
1: right. All yeah. right.
2: Huh? Cheesy and fun, like. Hey, It's directed by Robert Englund, his (laughs) future director. If you're a horror fan, you should at least check it out just for that reason.
1: Oh, yeah. Everybody check it out. Everything we're saying is with love.
2: And Stephen Jeffries, everybody knows him as Evil Ed from uh, uh, Fright Fright Night. So if you're a horror fan, there's there's reasons to check this movie out. You may not like it. You may think it's so dumb it's fun. But I definitely uh, say it's worth checking out.
3: I'm surprised he hasn't done more shit.
2: I think. who Stephen Jeffries or Robert? Yeah. Ann? I I think he had something happen in his life where he had to quit oh, acting no, for a no, minute and then bad. he got he got back in later. Yeah. I think he yeah. still acts, but I think something happened to where he had to. I gotcha. The buzz Get was out of it, though.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe we'll see him at Frightmare one year, right? Yeah. Oh, I would love to talk we to him. We get a sound bite. I would too, man.
2: Um, I would bring my 976 Evil Blu-ray for him to sign.
1: I I would go buy one for him to sign or a poster. No kidding. Um, all right. As always, uh, everybody, we want to thank you all for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com or just find us on www.thehorrorreturns.com. If you like what you hear, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. Um, eventually, you'll get some shit that you can't get if you're not one day. But even just a dollar helps. All kidding aside, folks, we absolutely love our patrons. And if throw us a buck a month. We, it helps keep the lights on, helps get us all to Texas Frightmare and all that fun stuff. So uh, next week, it's back to the movie theater for the very highly anticipated what movie, Philip?
3: All right. Chill under the corn? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, uh, cocaine bear. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we are going to, oh, and also Grizzly. And we are going to be joined by Matt Wood. But unfortunately, Doctor Who himself, Matt Smith, can't make it. You don't know Yada. that. Well, he might. I mean, if the TARDIS shows up, when Matt Wood shows up, I'm going to have so much more respect for Matt
2: Matt, How fucking amazing would that be If we're just talking to Matt And then out of the side of the screen Matt Smith just pops over and be like Hey, how you doing?
3: We should have just acted like he was going to be on the whole time And then at the last minute been like Oh, well, he had a scheduling conflict I'm so sorry (laughs) Yeah, wouldn't be the first
0: time
1: (laughs) But uh, Brian, until the horror returns again
2: Good night